This is In the Know for Tuesday, May 4, the 124th day of 2021. There are 241 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com, via the Apple and Android smartphone app, using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast, on Facebook Watch, on YouTube Live, on Periscope, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community, the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. And uh, we'll celebrate Star Wars Day. It's uh, May the 4th, so may the 4th be with you. We'll have that and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the No. He's the five-time winner of the Coveted Ohio NewsHawk Award, two-time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe, London, Moscow, Paris, and even Mulberry Flats. He's Sam Gormley and the Sparks. Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. You do know where Mulberry Flats is. I do. You told me about it last week. I do, yes. Are you feeling gruntled today? I, I'm thinking of The Office, yes. Isn't that, isn't that from The Office? Gruntled is yes. an actual word. I thought, really? I've always heard about disgruntled, if someone's disgruntled. But gruntled is technically a word according to Word Genius. Uh, absolutely, gruntled means pleased, satisfied, and contented. So, are you feeling pleased, satisfied, and contented? Uh, I mean, sure. Yeah, it's kind of hard to on a yeah. rainy day like this. I but. may not want you to answer that honestly. Yeah. Beach is on assignment today, so we say good morning and welcome back. First Baptist Church Litchfield knows him as their worship and discipleship minister. The Internal Revenue Service knows him as Dennis C. Cook. The name's Yukon Cornelius. We know him as Yukon Cornelius, the greatest prospector in the world. You're looking at a mighty humble bumble. Morning, humble bumble. Hey, how you doing? Great. How's it going? We're uh, we're we're using the force today. Yeah. We're, uh, happy Star Wars Day to you, and also with you. Wait, <laughs> the the. By the way, the force is strong with this one Uh-oh. over here is what Uh-oh. I've... Do you feel like the force is strong with you? There are forces that are strong within me, yes. <laughs> <laughs> it may not be the force. Yeah, which it, force it are we thinking be. of? <laughs> Do you feel like that your uh, Star Wars fandom goes to levels that maybe it should not? Uh, maybe it's sometimes. I remember a little riff I had on the show live one day mm-hmm. about Star Wars, mm-hmm. and I don't want to get back into that, but I brought it up. Turned into a turf battle, mm-hmm. as I best, best but I, I like Star Wars a lot. Signs you're a Star Wars fanatic that maybe you've gone a little too far if you have the original version of star wars on vhs and laserdisc (laughs) and dvd (laughs) and blu-ray what about digital i have i I have it on i have it on digital it goes with me everywhere i go this way do you what about the record i have the record oh yeah the record i forgot about the record well speaking of that though if you knew about the existence of the star wars holiday special oh yeah before the invention of the internet then you are a true fanatic oh, no. if your favorite episode of friends is the one with princess leia fantasy you are a super star wars fan if you all right okay i know the answer to this but i'm gonna ask him anyway <laughs> dennis have you tried to use the force on an automatic paper towel dispenser only doors. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I'm not even a Star Wars fan and I do that. If you think The Phantom Menace is a cinematic tour de force, <laughs> oh, Jar Jar. 
<laughs> Where are you on Jar Jar? Uh, Misa hates Jar Jar. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Hate's kind of a strong word. Well, I mean, hey, he's not real. If you enjoy watching Big Bang Theory way more than the casual viewer, oh, if yeah. you have Star Wars bed sheets, if you still have your Star Wars bed sheets and pillows, oh wow, yeah, on your bed. Well, I do wish I had my Empire Strikes Back pajamas from when I was, you know, eight, nine, ten in that range. And if you think it's funny to speak like Yoda, you do. Then you've nice. uh, you've gone. Way too far. I had two choices of shirts today. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, I was I, I went with Stormtrooper. Okay. Yeah. I went with uh, Hawaii, Hawaii Stormtrooper in Hawaii is what I went with. <laughs> of course, it's the new cartoon. <laughs> My other coming. option was there. There it is. There it is. All right. I love it. And then makes you think of shaved ice. Is that yes. what you said? Uh -huh, yeah. And uh, I have one that's got Yoda on it, and it says Yoda, best dad ever. Oh, that's so, great. But I went with this one because it was more <laughs> it, it was more seasonal. Seasonal, I thought. It fits. Very good. Strong storms. Uh, if you were, if you, many of us were awake early this morning, about 4 o'clock, due to the thunder boomers. Uh, you heard it come through and probably got uh, disrupted or disturbed. I heard it for a while, and then I checked the radar just to make sure everything was all right and just looked like rain with some, uh, with some thunder, and it wasn't too bad. But that doesn't mean we won't see something stronger. Uh, today, we could see a round of strong, severe thunderstorms uh, after a break in the day and then more possible later in the day, more regionally. So just keep, you know, just pay attention to the weather conditions, pay attention to the alerts and warnings. We're going to see thunderstorms today, a rain chance of 80%, and we'll see a rain chance of 60% tonight with rain ending late. 54 is the overnight low, and then partly cloudy tomorrow with 65. So we're going to get into a period of 60s and 40s. So it'll be, I'm going to call it, unseasonably cool um, but it it's not cold but i you know we'll take the 60s we also i think maybe many of us were on more of an alert this morning because we were aware of what happened in monroe county yesterday morning down tompkinsville you know it's pretty rare that you get a damaging storm in the early morning hours, sometimes late at night, where yeah. they're still churning across the plains and coming up through the Ohio Valley, you can get some at 10 and 11 o'clock at night. But rarely do you get one at 5 o'clock in the morning, just generally because there's not enough heat in the atmosphere to fuel these storms and make them run through. So this EF1 tornado that they had down in Tompkinsville yesterday, it was just after 8 o'clock, which mm -hmm. doesn't th you wouldn't think that it's had the atmosphere has had time to build up. But it was an EF1, and it sounds like it caught them by surprise. Um, yes, yeah, so, what, so what they had an 801 call, and yes. they had like six, seven minutes before yes. it actually arrived. Or maybe even less. Yeah. Uh, and I don't know if it was an anomaly because of the way that it just, it, the way that it just popped up that suddenly came together. I, I mean, at some point in time, these things will form. They, they have to form at some point, so m maybe – you know, they, it just formed close enough to Tompkinsville that there wasn't not enough time to be prepared. And that's mm -hmm. why you pay attention to conditions being favorable for this so you don't get caught uh, flat-footed. Uh, Governor Andy Bashir reported yesterday a total of 313 new coronavirus cases reported to uh, state public health officials on Monday. as 55 less than Sunday, but it was 100 more than last Monday. And since some labs are closed or do not report on the weekends, the numbers are often lower until Tuesday or Wednesday. Uh, we've we've kind of monitored that Grayson County back into the 
uh, is in the orange at 13.5 cases. If you look at the COVID map, yesterday's hospital census showed 414 people hospitalized, 102 in the ICU, 47 on a ventilator. All three of those numbers are pretty close to what the Sunday numbers were. We did reach 1.8 million, uh, 1.833 million Kentuckians that have uh, vaccinated. So that number's jumped a little bit. We rolled over into the 1.8 where we had been languishing in the 1.7. Mm-hmm. For a while, we're about 670,000 away from the governor's 2.5 million vaccine challenge. But the governor is showing some signs that he is at least open to easing virus rules before we, some virus rules, before we get to that 2.5 million. And, you know, I've kind of been saying for weeks that uh, we won't, we, it just doesn't appear that we're going to get there. We may get within a few hundred thousand, but I don't think we're going to get to 2.5, at least not in the time frame that we can, uh, our economies and um, our uh, emotions and feelings and, you know, can sustain. But he did say as, um, as we we're approaching 1.85, he said that uh, he is willing to be open-minded on doing something dis, uh, different. He had already said he had pledged to lift capacity and physical distancing restrictions for nearly all businesses, venues, and events catering to 1,000 or fewer patrons. Uh, you know, he's getting a lot of um, encouragement from GOP leadership, especially among state offices like Ag Commissioner Ryan Quarles and saying, set a reopening date. You know, you've got a lot of states. You've got Ron DeSantis down in Florida that's basically said, I'm going to send an order on July 1st that supersedes all other state and local orders. You've seen even New York City say on July 1st, we're going back to normal. There has to be some type of date on the horizon that right. says, here's what we're going to do. Prepare accordingly. Mm-hmm. Either get motivated and get vaccinated or just be prepared that things, you know, the di- some of the distancing is going to disappear. And then if you use the Kentucky Derby as any example on the way that people, you know, I was, I was pretty careful to watch all of the cameras moving through all of the different areas just to see the way that people were, what behavior they were modeling at the Derby. And maybe... Eight out of ten people that I saw on camera. Now, I saw a whole lot of trainers, jockeys, um, uh, owners, uh, bigwigs, politicians, etc. There, I, I would estimate maybe about as many as 80% were not wearing masks at Churchill Downs on Saturday. So, I, I think that in ways signals people's intentions of resuming their lives. So, do you think that him coming back... From his decision of, hey, we've got to get this number before we do anything. You think this new statement from him is a realization of people are going to do what they're going to do, especially as the summer approaches and they're not reacting to the vaccination maybe like he would have hoped. So I think he was hoping that this would drive some people who were on the fence to do it. And I think now he's realizing that tactic isn't working. I think that, it was a tactic. Right now, they're just trying to do anything possible to get those that are on the fence. There is a portion of the population that's still on the fence. Over. There's some that have already gotten it, and there's some that, I mean, it, there's nothing that they could say that would make him get, and they have that right. Right. But I think it's those on the fence. He's hoping that they're, and I don't know that there's, what, 600,000 on the fence? I don't know Governor Bashir per- personally. Uh, I, I know him 
professionally and I've observed the nearly impossible waters that he's had to sail early on in his term. And I think I've given him credit where on some things credit is due. I've probably been critical at times when maybe I shouldn't have. But I will say this. I think that he is probably logical and he's rational. I think he probably thinks about things maybe more closely to being practical and pragmatic like I would hope that I would. But he really can't do that politically. The messaging that he has to send and the stances that he has to take is more like emulating a good example. It's like when, when given a choice, encourage people on the side of safety, safety. and caution. And But a person like me goes, the overkill with the safety and the caution, right? Let's, let's, be, let's be normal. So I do think I'm for goals. I, I, and if he set a, a 2.5 million goal, great, set a goal. But I also will commend him if he's willing to reevaluate and say, well, maybe that's not so realistic. We can't, we can't hold everybody else on pause while we struggle to get to where we need to go. And Absolutely. I think it's a very fair point that people are saying, how is it fair that the Derby is able to do what they did when there's still some things that can't. And, and I mean, I think that's a, that's a fair point. It just shows how much the horse industry runs this state. <laughs> yeah. It was, I mean, it was like the historical horse a... racing stuff. Yes. It's just, it's, yeah. Maybe it turned into a private club for yeah. just that day. You know, For just was, the 45,000 people that were there. Or listen, it didn't look like a whole lot of distancing to me. No, I, I saw that there was a picture that we even <laughs> used yesterday of on the interior side of the grass of a picture as they came down the back stretch and everybody standing along the... The gate in the grandstand? Yeah. yeah it, just, <laughs> it looked like a regular derby. <laughs> it, it did. Uh, at K105.com, you can read about a Litchfield man recently arrested with several grams of meth, arrested again on drug and other charges. You can see that at K105.com. You can also read that Grayson County native Corbin Harris was named uh, has been named Campbellsville cross-country head coach. He's a 2015 graduate of Grayson County High School, so congratulations uh, to Corbin on his uh, new role there at Campbellsville. WKU officials are proposing a tuition hike. Yikes. No Again? one wants to hear about that. Uh, WKU what? is proposing a 2% tuition increase and proposing cuts to offset a budget shortfall of nearly $8 million. The university's Board of Regents will review the proposal on Friday, you know, they already went through making a lot of cuts. They did an early retirement uh, buyout option for a lot of their staff, downsizing a lot of university staff, and it sounds like it isn't enough. And because uh, I think their issue was is that with the former administration, it was a lot of build, 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 and now they're having to pay for the build, build, build. And even now, they're still doing a lot of build, build, build. Hmm. It's it's really remarkable how much that campus has changed, and a lot it's, of campuses. It's changed. But I graduated, I think, three years next week is my is – my, and it has changed in three years. I was on campus two weeks ago. I was driving through Bowling Green, and I didn't recognize half of it. Wow. They'll never flatten that hill, though. Much as students oh, might want no. to flatten that hill so they don't have to climb it. No. They don't want to have to change Cabs the name from Hilltopper. Calves of steel. Uh, political speeches will resume at Kentucky's Fancy Farm Picnic. Oh, good. Uh, so the uh, August seventh is the date for that. Nothing, you, nothing. Dennis likes more than seeing politicians shout at one another. Are you hosting this while year? I'm eating I pork? Not, I have not received the call. Uh, a little bit surprised that I haven't received the call yet to uh, host. I mean, see. Matt Jones did it, so <laughs> yeah, because we're the same. Um, <laughs> See, who was it last year? I'm trying to remember. Well, what? there wasn't one last year. No, yeah. but the year before. Wasn't it a guy from KET or something like that? Um, maybe, but it. I can't remember. Uh, I can't remember now. I'd like to get Mike Rowe in there. 
micro. It's well, that's a dirty job, without yeah, a doubt. No, no doubt. Uh, Davion Mintz has declared for the NBA draft, but is leaving his options open for a possible return to Kentucky next season. Uh, does he come back, or does he not come back? I'm surprised he took this route. I thought he was just going to come out and say, I'm back or I'm gone. I'm surprised that he's taking this kind of 50-50 route because I'm not really sure that he's going to necessarily. Bill Goodman was the Oh, yeah, Bill Goodman. Was the host. I, I think, knew it was somebody from that. I think when they start uh, sniffing money, it's going to be hard to come Because I think he, he's going to be one of those guys that has a long career playing in Europe. Yeah. I don't know. He might be a guy that gets on a G League team and – does it for a year and might get one of those 10-day contracts in the NBA, but I can't imagine he. But then again, I've been surprised before. Cougar Sports recap. Sam, what's been going on with the Cougs and Lady Cougs? Uh, so Cougars won last night at Whitesville. Dane Hawkins, complete game shutouts. They won 2 to nothing. Cougars are now 3-0 in 12th district play, and they were supposed to play tonight, but uh, I guess they didn't want to start swimming halfway through the game. Mm-hmm. So they've canceled tonight's game, moved it to tomorrow night. And that game still will be on K105 Digital Production. So 5.30 tomorrow against Whitesville Trinity. Probably a wise decision to move it, yes. Yes, because I don't know that we wanted to swim halfway through the game. Everybody's underwater, without a doubt. So we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got plenty more on the way. Hang around. Dennis Cook is our guest co-host today. Hang around here on In the Know. This segment of In the Know is brought to you by the Luttrell Staffing Group and the Bell Cheese Hiring Event going on tomorrow at the Center on Main from 10 to 2. You can make between 13 and 13.35 an hour with full-time permanent jobs from Bell Cheese. Uh, stop by 10 to 2 at the Center on Main. They're uh, hiring event. They're hiring tomorrow. So no interviews, no screening. They are hiring. Uh, bring two forms of ID. And for more information, go to Luttrell Staffing, L-U-T-T-R-E-L-L, staffing.com. All right. We have a special guest joining us who, I, yeah, first time on In the Know, maybe, uh, that I'm aware know. of. Is it, I'm not here all the, the time. time? I, so, I, I don't know. So, first time on In the Congrats, Know. Congrats, brother. Yes. We've gone very first Baptist Church Litchfield here all of a sudden. That's Joey Snyder. Where, where did Sam go? Did I sit on him? Joins us. <laughs> you might want to pan that camera out a little bit. <laughs> Sam thought things were maybe going to get ugly in here. Uh, so, uh, Joey, welcome. Well, hey, thank what you for having me here. So what is your – you just be quiet over there. I just, we'll get to you in a moment. I'm on. We'll, yeah. we'll get you, to you him. momentarily. Uh, Joey, what is your role with First Baptist Church Litchfield? Uh, I am the pastor, the lead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm the pastor of youth and children. <laughs> and side comedian, too. So do you think somewhere right now Doug is a really nervous – he just doesn't like us. So <laughs> he he's probably not listening. Oh, he's not watching. <laughs> so, um, Bible school, yeah. youth events, things like that. Oh, yeah. What do you oh, What do yeah. you have What do you have going in the near term with uh, well, youth? Yeah. And, so we have with the youth. We have a baccalaureate service coming up for our graduates, where we have a worship service where all of our graduates can attend, and it's before graduation. So it's right there, just a few days before on May nineteenth. Uh, and at 6 o'clock, we're going to have graduates there that can bring their cap and gown, wear that, be with their friends, and have a worship service together with all their friends. So 
We do that every year. Uh, last year we couldn't do it, but this year we're bringing it back, and we're very excited about that. And then we have Vacation Bible School coming up in June. We're very excited about June 14th through the 18th, uh, 9 to 12. But you have to register on our website at fbclitchfield.com because we have to limit our numbers. But we do want to have it in person. Last year we recorded it, and we had Dennis on there. And it seems like every time Dennis came on the screen, the viewership went down. Plummeted. Plummeted. I got it. Plummeted. Absolutely. What what was that newscaster's name again that you all had? Scooter McBrickstone. Scooter McBrickstone. That's right. And he was good. Very good. Um, So, uh, Joey, uh, Uh you know, Dennis Dennis has has been frequenting the show for the last year and a half. And And we uh, we want to say from First Baptist Church, thank you for keeping him (laughs) occupied for two hours so we can get (laughs) stuff done around the office. (laughs) You know, the key to success is often eliminating distractions. That's right. So the fact that you can send him out here for a little while on a Tuesday. Kind of like a babysitter. To eliminate distractions. <laughs> sending him on a play date. <laughs> What's happening here anyway? I mean, let's get with it. I've become, listen, I've become very fond of Dennis over the last couple of years. Thank you. Uh, he's a pleasure to work with. Thank but you. there's just been always, kind of like President Reagan, I like to trust but verify. There's yeah. some things There's some things I think I know about Dennis. Dennis, but I thought that who better than a co-worker, yeah. a colleague, and a yeah. friend like you, Joey, Absolutely. could help set mm. me straight to make sure that I've not been sold a bad bill of goods. No, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I'm here to verify things about Dennis Cook. So that's the that's the that's the role today. He does. Uh, so I guess I would I would first start by asking you, is is Dennis genuinely likable? Um, I will be I will be serious for once. Okay. He is actually very likable. He when he goes when he comes into a room, all attention goes on him because he's so funny. Everybody loves him. Everybody loves to be around him. So yes, I think he's very very likable. Okay, is Dennis a? Um, is he a? What you see is what you get. Like when Dennis enters the room, mm-hmm. are you? Oh, yeah. Is he a flim flam man, or is no. he is he being straight up and serious? He he's listen. He is the real deal. Like what you get, what you see on Sunday morning, what you see, and what we see in the office. What I see, like he lives across the street from me, and so, which you know, I thought oh, this is gonna be crazy for me to move across to him, but you know, it, it, he's the same <laughs> guy at church, home, everywhere. I love it. Uh, great, genuine. Yeah. By the way, as as an aside, this really wasn't in my initial line of questioning in my interrogation here. But since you mentioned it, does does the church van come out and pick the two of you all up each mm-hmm. morning and yes. take you to work yes. and then drop you off in the oh, afternoon? Absolutely. Or absolutely. Just, I mean, it would make sense since you live yes. adjacent to one yes. another. Mm-hmm. And are you the noisy neighbor that he's always complaining about on Facebook? Yes, okay. uh, that's right. me. Just making sure. Okay, <laughs> good. I'll, I'll get back. I'll get back on on track here. That's um, the dog next to Joey. <laughs> Um, is, um, do you hold Dennis's musicality and his musical abilities in high regard? I got a quick story about that, Mark. Okay. So when I first met him back in 2010, he was, he and I were serving lunch together at a high school and, and I had just heard about the Dennis Cook, you know, that everybody talks about. The Dennis Dennis Cook. Cook. Mm -hmm. So I got to meet him and they said he was the worship leader at a church and, I was like, this guy's got to sing pretty good. And he starts singing, and it's the worst thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I didn't know he was being funny because he's a funny guy. I didn't even know. And so I go back to church, and I'm telling people, I'm like, y'all tell me Dennis Cook's an amazing worship guy, but his voice is bad. <laughs> but then 
when when I actually got to hear him sing for real, I was like, okay, that guy's got some pipes. That that dude can sing, and I still to this day get cold chills. Like uh, every Christmas, he sings "Mary, Did You Know." If you haven't heard his rendition of that, you got to hear it. It's great. Do you call his decision making into question? Yes. When he likes the Chicago Cubs. <laughs> Um, we just found out a few months ago that he liked them. Okay. All right. So, all right. Let me ask you another question, Joey. Uh-huh. Do you think Dennis Cook is the Dennis Cook? Mm-hmm. Is a good leader? Oh, absolutely, absolutely. I think he's his le- one of his greatest qualities besides singing and being a great neighbor, great friend. Yes. Yes. Absolutely. Wait. What was the question again? Uh, okay. <laughs> you, you think you think that he, you do think he's a good leader? Yes, he's a great leader. It's a okay. good quality of his. Trying to trying, trying to figure out how much to estimate his leadership skills. Mm. Joey, if Dennis were an officer in the military, mm. yes. What rank do you think would be suitable for Dennis? What rank? Yeah. What rank in the military? Hmm. I would say definitely KP. I would definitely say well, not the kitchen. The the kitchen president is that KP? <laughs> the, the kitchen president. Kitchen <laughs> 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 president. Wow, well, that's where I would say he's best at. He, he can cook a mean chicken and, and hamburger, so that's that's got to be where he's got to be. Okay, hmm. so not an officer. I mean. Yeah, but here's the thing about Dennis. He's a great leader, but he's a little timid when it comes to having to like get on to somebody, and so he uses me to do that. And so, yeah, Joey, you don't care. Go, go tell them to. So he's, he doesn't like to cause controversy. He actually runs from it. Sarah, my my order is wrong. Can you go tell the manager? So he's not a sergeant. No, 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 no. He's just a fun guy to be around, having the room. Uh, the room definitely lights up. Not, you know. not a lieutenant. No, Mm-mm. no. Okay. Is, is there what's that? The the clown with the king. What's the uh, the, the court jester? Court jester. That's pretty much me. That's, the, I would say he's more if, class let's clown. Get out of military terms and go into the kingship terms. Mm-hmm. He's definitely the court. You know, Pastor Doug King. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So Joey, why are you here today? So I am here today. Because I um, yeah. I reached out, I might get a little emotional here. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening? I reached out to a former employee here. I don't know if I can say her name. Is that legal? I don't think that they I can say her name anymore. Okay, sure. Uh, Misty. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, Misty, I know you have recently become a Kentucky Colonel, and um, I would love to nominate Dennis for that. And uh, she said, Great, let's do it. Let's send it in. And so. I send all this information to her. So I'm going to read real quick what I sent in. Just real quick. This is this right. is the exact message I sent Missy. I'll go pretty quick here. Dennis has been a worship pastor for over 20 years. Okay. Um, Dennis has served at four churches throughout Kentucky. Uh, Dennis has been on numerous out-of-country mission trips, including Nicaragua and Guatemala. Dennis has ran a successful worship blog, a successful podcast, has been um, has produced two CDs. Okay, this is back in 2019, so I don't know what all you've done since then because this is old. Like, <laughs> yeah. I did this a long time ago. <laughs> uh, 
He has a wife and three kids. He's organizing an event in Litchfield called Love Litchfield that reached out to over 200 uh, people uh, and giving them free haircuts, doctor checkups, eye checkups, backpacks filled with school supplies, and much more. Dennis is well-known wherever he lives as his personality makes everyone in the room feel welcome and everyone will laugh at his humor. Dennis attends a lot of sporting events for the teenagers that go to our church. Uh, he's always he always brings in a well-known gospel singer to our church in the summer where over 100 people that are not church members come and, and listen and uh, attend. And uh, this that summer of 2019, he was able to collect 2,500 cans for the community action. Um, and when Dennis produces the CD, all the money goes towards missions. So much more stuff I can mention. And I wanted to nominate him for Kentucky Colonel. Well, Misty... A few months later, sends me back a message and says, well, that's just not going to work out. <laughs> so I applied him for the junior Kentucky FFA. Colonel Sanders Award, <laughs> which is right All here. Right. The junior Kentucky Colonel Sanders that's Award. That's what I'm talking about. It says down here, dear Dennis, thank you for spending so much money in our restaurant that I was able to go to the Bahamas for vacation. Remember, our food is finger-licking good, even in the Bahamas. <laughs> Yours truly, Colonel Sanders. So you got that. this. Thank you but so much. But then, after I got this, the actual Kentucky Colonel no came way. in the mail. So I'd rather just go ahead and give you the real Are you thing. Kidding there me? you go. Check that out, man. Are you kidding? So you are now an official... Which we don't know what they do or what Oh, my means, but goodness. he's a Kentucky Colonel now. Look at that. Show everybody out there. Thank you so can you hold, much. Can you Look hold at that. that. Yeah. Look at that. Thank you, Joey. You deserve that. No, I do not. But thank you. Very- <laughs> All those things that he described on that email to Misty were things that the church did. Not so much me. So we might have to write a new email. Well, when she replied to it, she just put LOL. I didn't know what that meant. <laughs> I think she meant lots of love. She, she, I think it she, meant lots of love. She knew, but it she says Honorable Dennis Cook, so I'm assuming you're going to want us to call you that from now on. If you don't care. Um, <laughs> new intro being made as we speak for K105. <laughs> <I see> that. <laughs> we don't I need just, to put that up I, there. We, we must see this. <laughs> <laughs> Sam, uh, Sam, take a screenshot. Let's put that up there. Yeah. Okay, yeah, there, yeah. There, there we go. Let, right let Dennis hold it now. There you go. Right. So you got there two awards today. The Junior Kentucky Colonels. Yeah, I like, uh, I like this more. You're literally the only one that's ever gotten an award. <laughs> the first and perhaps the last. But uh, the, string tie looks, so much. the string tie looks great. Uh, I'm, I'm, gonna, a, I'm undeserving of this, but very appreciative I'm of it. I'm going to give you a moment to... Uh, it's Here even on a dry erase board. It's not even a frame. <laughs> moment to settle. You Joey, took this out of the storage room, didn't you? Joey, thanks for coming and doing that for us. And uh, <laughs> congratulations. we got to get to a break and try to get some order in the court here. Some order restored. Got to get to a break. Back with more here on In the Know. Did you know? Oh, goodness. <laughs> we should just go, like, split screen during commercial breaks. Yes, we should. Yes. So. <laughs> they got to pay extra for that. What, for on golf, it's uh, they call it playing through, you know, when they show what's going on. Did you know the most productive day of the work week is Tuesday? 
Mm. I can buy that. I would have figured it was Tuesday or Thursday because yeah. either trying to get uh, ready for the weekend or after you recovered for the weekend from the weekend on Monday. So uh, congratulations, Dennis. Oh, uh, thank you. Newest, congratulations, newest Kentucky yes. Colonel. Thank you guys for putting that on and for Joey for doing the background work. But seriously, though, all the things that he talked about were things that groups of people within the church helped to do. And it was it wasn't it wasn't me, but I'm I'm grateful for the for the honor. So I I, I must tell you that this, recent years is really I've had to m- modify my existence because now whenever I see you, I got to salute and say hey, Colonel. Yeah. And then Misty, I got to salute her and say hey, Colonel. Yeah. Uh, our friend Debbie, Debbie across the street, she's a Colonel. I got to snap to attention when she walks by yeah. and wait Cummings. for her to say, "As you were, soldier." Mm-hmm. And so, yep, just, you're right there, Jenny Cummings, as well yeah. from the health department. <laughs> <laughs> See, just my mom, your mom. Uh huh. I rarely encounter Doug. her. Doug. Doug. Doug is a Kentucky Colonel. Uh-huh. Huh? I, I did hear too from from a good source that he had his door closed and was not watching. <laughs> <laughs> do do uh, told you. Do do you get a special discount at KFC now? I sure hope so. But either way, I'm still going. Are you just going to walk in with that? No, carry it in. The framed one. Well, actually, Joey's going to need that dry erase marker board back. You all know that. So, How are you going to get that in your wallet? I don't know, but it's going to happen. That card. Uh, it is Star Wars Day, and Star Wars comes to The Simpsons in a new short for Star Wars Day. Disney Plus has a new Simpsons short. It's called The Force Awakens from Its Nap. <laughs> I'm not That's a huge Simpsons good. fan, but I bet this would be good. See, it's interesting to me because Family Guy's been the, always the one that has done yeah. out of those adult TV shows has done this the Star Wars because they've done multiple Star Wars. Have they really? Oh yeah, multiple. Mm-hmm. But it's like full length feature films with you know mm. Peter Griffin as Han Solo, I think, and yeah. and everything in a daycare. Far, far away, (laughs) (laughs) but still in Springfield. Maggie is on an epic quest for her stolen pacifier. Her adventure brings her face-to-face with young Padawans, Sith Lords, familiar droids, rebel scum, and an ultimate battle against the dark side in this original short celebrating the Star Wars galaxy. Well, did you see the, the Star Wars tonight with the Yankees? No! ESPN apparently is doing a Star Wars-themed baseball broadcast today. All right. <laughs> apparently, I don't know who the Yankees play today, but apparently, and I'm not sure if it's only ESPN Plus and they're just doing it, but apparently the commentators are dressing up like Star Wars characters. Oh, well. Uh, thankfully, our game got canceled tonight, so we don't have to do the same. But, but hmm. uh, I love the Yankees. And I love Star Wars. Mm-hmm. So isn't it like peanut butter and chocolate, right? I'm not sure it is. <laughs> you want Rick Sutcliffe dressed up like Princess Leia? Uh, catfish hunter. <laughs> uh, no, to answer your question, Dennis, directly, no, I, I, do, I do not want that. Uh, Will Smith says he's in the worst shape of his life. In a new dad bod shirtless photo that he shared with the world. It's kind of people have kind of gone crazy over it. It's like, see, he's real like the rest of us. See, the pandemic didn't even spare Will Smith. (laughs) He stopped shooting Bebo outside of the school, it looks like. (laughs) It looks like a couple of guys up to no good. (laughs) Amazon is getting their exclusive 
Thursday night football rights one year early, mm. just a few weeks after the league inked a $100 billion-plus TV deal with Disney, NBC Universal, Fox, CBS, and Amazon. The tech giant is swooping in to snag even more exclusive NFL games. Amazon has struck a deal to take over exclusive rights to Thursday night football one year early, buying out the games that had been set to air on Fox. They had been set to get the rights beginning 2023. But now we'll get them in 2022. Sam, you groaned at the news of this. Early. Yeah, I don't know. It's just the Bengals always get at least one Thursday night game. And, and as a result, usually almost every Thursday night game is two not great teams. So it's never a game that people like want to watch. And I know the NFL fans have kind of griped. It's like you want us to do this, but you always put the Jaguars in the the Titans. You know, that's a very popular one as well. Or the Bengals and the Browns. It's mm-hmm. like give us... Bengals Steelers or something, you know, one of these good rivalry games or something along the lines of that. It's just, and if they do that, I think this could be successful, but I, I don't know. You know, a few years ago, a couple of years ago, two or three seasons ago, when some WKU football games started appearing on Facebook and everybody oh, yeah. sort of went. Now almost all of them are. Facebook, what? But, you know, now there's a lot of content. It's almost like you can watch Cougar sports on Facebook you, well. you can. You, that I mean, makes you can, sense to me, though. Right. I, Social media, getting the platform out there, it doesn't with Amazon. But don't you feel like, though, it's the leveling of the playing field, though? Is that it's a, it's a redistribution of where we're going to be getting our content in the future? Yeah, everything online. Yes. I, I agree with what Dennis is saying, though, that if, if they would have said that this was only going to be on Facebook, it would make a lot more sense because then they can say, well, this is open to anybody. You know, we're trying to make this easy access to everybody. But, I mean, Amazon, I would presume you have to have a Prime subscription to see it. Uh, yeah, probably. Um, and I mean, for the most part, probably a lot of people do have a Prime subscription. But for those that don't, it's like – that's what I hate about professional sports right now is that a lot of people, they're making it harder for you to see their product. That's true. And well, they need to make it easier. When um, when they're much more competition for your attention, and I'm looking the, at last thing, the last thing you want to do is establish yes. – barriers or speed bumps for people to get there and luckily the nfl one of the things they had was the blackout rule which if you didn't sell out your team and you were within 100 miles of the of the stadium and the home game wasn't sold out you couldn't watch it on tv and luckily the nfl's gotten rid of that rule yeah (laughs) i will tell you that once our internet connection problems uh are resolved in one way or another uh, i think we're going as fast as we can toward youtube tv Yes. I just think that that probably, in the end, offers the widest range of content because if YouTube fails, well, the whole world is in trouble. I mean, it's just, it's going to, I think Amazon, you know, at some point in time, Amazon and Google may be the only two companies. Uh, We do YouTube premium and it's changed our lives. I mean, that's all we watch. And you still have the ability to DVR things and get them when you want. And yes. Uh, well, this is just for YouTube. This is not the television package. I see. Okay. Just the YouTube Very app good. premium. So it's Saturday, worth it. Saturday Night Live has released their end of season uh, host schedule. Elon Musk this weekend. That's going to be weird. Um, that's I feel like a, that's going to be either really good or, or really bad. Yeah, I did see a couple of the story ideas or skit, sketch ideas that he had pitched, and they made me chuckle. Uh, one of them was uh, woke James Bond. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this would be really good. Woke James Bond was one, and then there were a couple other, but nothing was nearly as uh, memorable. 
Uh, Keegan Michael Key will be hosting on May fifteenth. I like him. And yeah, he's good. With uh, Olivia Rodrigo and Anna Taylor Joy will be hosting on May the twenty second, which I think is probably the season finale. With Lil Nas X being should I know who she is? Um, I don't. If that means anything to you, I figured you did. If I didn't, is this show still relevant? I'm asking seriously because I don't know. I still pay attention to it, but I skip through a whole lot of the content just because it's much less interesting than it was. And then a bit of a surprise news that Bill and Melinda Gates splitting the canned goods after 27 years mm-hmm. announced yesterday. That's uh, there might have been news I expected to hear in that regard, but it was not from the two of them. So uh, I guess good luck to the best of them. Uh, we got uh, or best of luck to them. Got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got point to ponder, chart topper, pearl of wisdom, more coming up here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. What will Dennis Cook's first order as Colonel be? And I hope the answer is not a combo meal. (laughs) I'm just going to go number six. Uh, so now that you're now that you're a colonel, now that you're a Kentucky colonel, I assume you can start you know barking out orders yeah. that people have to follow. That the rest of us poor uh, enlisted men and women have to uh, have to follow. So what's what's it going to be, Colonel? The first order of business, I think, is just to get that framed. <laughs> and then to go on with life, <laughs> okay, <laughs> with uh, no one listening as usual. Will they be? Uh, will your your two framed items be hung adjacent to one oh, another? Oh, um, well, yeah. The one that's on the dry erase board, I may just leave that in my office, <laughs> uh, hidden behind the one that I'm getting custom framed. I see. Congratulations to you. Thank you. Honestly, very, very humbling. It, uh, you, I don't think you expected any of that no Is that fair to no say? idea and i'm usually the guy doing that stuff so okay so safe to say safe to presume they got you they did and i'm still kind of trying to figure out what just happened <laughs> <laughs> you did seem there was some level of unease on i'm your part. always like, uneasy when joey's here I, uh, or around you were probably very confused when he walked in the building oh uh, was <laughs> well to be clear you didn't see him come in the building I know that was what was weird. Sam was like, but when he walked in the studio, it was how did you get in here? I did not know. (laughs) I kind of sneaked out. (laughs) Is there a pack of firecrackers under my chair that's about to go off? (laughs) Yeah, I'm not very comfortable here. On television tonight, the season one finale of The Young Rock on NBC. On Bravo, the season 13 premiere of The Real Housewives of New York City. I can think of nothing more entertaining to watch. (sighs) And the season eight premiere on MTV of Catfish. You, the TV show. You said that Young Rock was a little disappointing, right? Yeah, I watched an episode of it last night. You know, they just been sitting there on the DVR. So when I have time, and mm-hmm. you know, I just, I, while I'm scrolling Twitter or something, I'll put it on. It, it's it's all right. I, I I do enjoy knowing some of the Rock story as it's being told. Last night it was. He and Warren Sapp were seniors at Miami at the same time, and it covered how he he got beat out by Warren Sapp. But he, you know, he kept working and he kept on. And then he was there, though. He was a senior when Ray Lewis came along and talked about how hard Ray Lewis worked and all that. So the heydays of Miami football. Yeah, right there. there's some. I mean, there's some aspects to it like that from a historical. I, I I will assume that it's not 
exactly factual. I will presume there's some license in there, but it seems pretty close to the framework of what I know about him. So, you know, I would all right. I would love to just see a ESPN thirty for thirty on that. Not so much a. Oh yeah, those are I could watch those all day. Yeah, yeah, they're and they're fun to binge too when you just yeah. go from uh, from one to another. In today's highlight in history, this date in 1961, the first group of Freedom Riders left Washington, D.C. to challenge racial segregation on interstate buses and in bus terminals. In 1776, Rhode Island declared its freedom from England two months before the Declaration of Independence was adopted. The first Grammys were held this date in 1959. Uh, Catherine Jackson, the matriarch of the Jackson family, Michael Tito and the like, 91 today. George Will, the political commentator, is 80. Olita Adams is 68. Randy Travis is 62. Anna Gasteyer is 54. Chris Tomlin is 49. Uh, Aaron Andrews is 43. Lance Bass is 42 today. Uh, also, the um, what was the girl's name that we identified? She's from the Queen's Gambit, which yeah, I love, yes. and from Peaky Blinders. When yes. She showed up on Peaky Blinders like, oh, she's she's wonderful. She's the host, the uh, season finale host. Yeah, what's, of what's SNL. her name? Uh, I've forgotten already. Taylor Joy. Uh, Anya Taylor. Anya Joy. Taylor Joy. Maynard Ferguson, born this date in 1928. Audrey Hepburn in 1929. Dick Dale in 1937. Chart toppers. Let's go to 19. Let's try to go all the way back to 1959. Dave Cortez. Hmm. Dave Baby Cortez with the Happy Organ. So was this on the 1959 Grammys when they debuted? Probably. Yep. Oh, how times have changed. Mm-hmm. This this is what they came out to. <laughs> this they... was this was actually controversial back then. <laughs> is this what you're going to come out to at worship service on Sunday morning? We actually have something planned for Sunday, but maybe next Sunday, yeah. What is it? What's planned for this Sunday? Well, we can't say. Just join us at 10 a.m. at 106 oh. East Wall oh. and find out. What uh, characters? What what's yes. your series? Characters sketches. yesterday morning. Character sketches. Okay. Has anyone sketched my character yet? That's uh. We'll talk about that after the break. Okay. The box tops. Cry like a baby. Number one in '68. Okay. Yeah, I could have probably lived without that one. Yeah. 1977, Leo Sayer, number one, with When I Need You. I seem like maybe this one's taken from The Muppet Show. (laughs) The music video has me a little confused a little bit. Since he's in a tree. (laughs) I don't really know what's happening over there. It's uh, he's just he's just in a tree. <laughs> kind of an underrated song. <laughs> <though>. <laughs> Nineteen eighty six. Van Halen from the fifty one fifty album, tape, CD, whatever you call it. My seven-year-old self was jamming to this in the Monte Carlo. Oh, my goodness. So uh, you you know this. If you've been with the show a long time, uh, closing in on 10 years, you know I'm Van Hagar more than Van Halen pre with David Lee Roth. Gotcha. So when 5150 came out, it was like, ooh, hmm. this is different. Yeah. And I remember the day that I heard that song the first time. That was when the sun goes down. Yeah. Uh, Dion Ferris, I know, was number one in 95. 
Kenny Chesney, Uncle Cracker, number one in 2004, and Pink featuring Nate Roos, number one in 2013 with Just Give Me a Reason. These lyrics are just so inspirational to me. <laughs> are they uplifting? Oh, yes. I, um, uh, I shared a video yesterday of uh, an air check from March 10... 2016. It's a scoped version of the full show, and it features the day that Rob Beasley came uh, and joined us as chief engineer. And it is what I described as a who's who meets a tell all. Uh, there were a lot of names mentioned that day. There were a lot of things that had happened over the years. There was chronology to his career. And uh, listening back to it, clearly there were a lot of lies told that day. <laughs> uh, well, some embellishments. But uh, I had failed to remember how fun that show was. And it was kind of um, – it It didn't have a format. It was just kind of a free-for-all. And when I listened back to it yesterday, it, it made me happy. And it, mm. made me, um, it made me remember all the reasons that – we do what we do, and uh, it also focused on Rob's great talent, his storytelling ability, uh, and just what a great all-around guy that he was. Now, one of the comments that um, when I posted that yesterday came from Angela Lyons, and uh, I think I think it was Angela Lyons. If, if I've mixed up names, I apologize. But one of the things that she reminded me of was that Rob's sign-off – when he would leave the air was, remember that God loves you, and I do too. And that had slipped my mind. And there's a lot of, um, there are a lot of things on this show that I borrow as tributes from other people that I've seen and observed that I emulate. And I think I love the way they do this, and I love the way they do that. And so someday I'll break it all down and share with you where where what comes from and who but don't be surprised going forward if that's one that you hear from me a lot. And when you do hear it, just remember where that comes from, that God loves you and I do too. Envy's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Work and you'll get what you need. Work harder and you'll get what you want. Work and you'll get what you need. Work harder and you'll get what you want. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Dennis Cook, I'm MB, and now you're in the know. Powered by Heritage Media of Kentucky. WKHG Litchfield. Kentucky. USA. 104.9.